0: Insider hit powered by Miss Kelly Furniture, Mississippi's number one, number one sleep store.
1: Uh, Jason's learning. I'm about quality, not quantity. Uh, good morning. Welcome in. We are the Out of Bounds Show, 1059 The Zone ESPN, uh, brought to you by Miss Kelly Furniture. You still have time to upgrade your bar stools for your Super Bowl party or your sectional sofa. You need a couple of chairs, recliners. That's all presented by Miskelly Furniture. Don't forget about the purple mattress, the one, the only, purple grid. The groundbreaking no-pressure gel technology is the star of every purple mattress at any of the Miskelly sleep stores. I slept on one last night. I do have to tell you all, I went to sleep before 9 o'clock. So it was just one of those nights. I was like, I'm tired.
2: I'm going to get in the shower. I was out. Eight forty-five. That's crazy. You take your arthritis medicine after that, or what, arthritis- Mr. Old Man? No, I didn't. <laughs> but I, I did. You know, Bar Two um, has the
1: uh, CBD company yeah. out of Portland, Oregon. So I take the uh, I take the recovery. It's all natural. I don't take char- Chinese pharmaceuticals uh- like everybody in the United States.
2: That's a good idea. See, I was thinking about taking some like vitamins, daily vitamins. Yeah. But that, that brand one a day, I just don't know what's in there. You know what I mean? None of that, all that stuff's garbage. Yeah. That's yeah. what, uh, yeah. I mean, but I don't want to go through I the
1: whole. You, like you, you want to go somewhere like Dr. Mike Manning's pharmacy over here. They actually have really good vitamins with a good absorption rate. Um, You learned during COVID that all this stuff at Walgreens and CVS, none of that stuff works. So- Anyway, all right, where was I going with that? Bar stools, Miskelly furniture, purple mattress. You Miskelly went to bed sleep really sleep. early. I went to bed and I slept on a purple mattress. Yes, yes, yes. That's right. So, that was good. All right, we're live in the Bank Plus studio, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. I'm your host, Bo Bounds. Thank you for going to Apple Podcast or Spotify and searching Out of Bounds with Bo Bounds. We appreciate it. Also, we appreciate you listening on the dial, 1059 The Zone ESPN. But if you if you want to stream the show, go to thezone1059.com or the Out of
2: Bounds radio app. It's a pretty day. It is. What do you think about that? I think that we deserve it. After last week, all of rain mm-hmm. got today. It, honestly, I do need to sharpen my golf skills. Like, the better this weather's getting. I feel like I need to get out there. Well, you can
1: play at uh, Dancing Rabbit Golf Club whenever you want.
2: Really, you're extending that to me right now. Yes. Let's go. I mean, look, I can shoot a one twenty no matter where I'm playing. Okay. You're in. Maybe one thirty. Nice. But, but I'm more of a scramble guy myself. What about you? A little Mick, yeah. No, Mick there's Lowe, nothing wrong I'm... with
1: that. Get you know, grab a group and and play a scramble within the group. Plus, you're all by, you know, you're, you can talk more and hang out more. Right. Smoke cigars, Patron Palomas.
2: It's a good day. That's not bad. No. That's, that's not a bad start. Or a, uh, say, like a, a Tito's transfusion. That's a big thing on the golf courses, apparently. I saw that. It's like a purple, maybe Powerade and all that sort of thing with with Tito's vodka in there. Well, the, the, the one that they told us about
1: years ago was simply lemonade has a grape oh oh
2: that's the one that you yeah asked
1: so you did. just do tito's and 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 simply lemonade grape and a splash of uh club soda you'll be good
2: not bad
1: yeah it's delicious so that's the that's the ultimate kind of put it together you know they sent us those these jars or whatever you can make with the what am I trying to say? You flip open the thing and Oh yeah. It's got it. like a tab on it. Yeah. And you can flip it open, close it. Like in high school when you went by the Gatorade bucket. But oh, this is a yeah. Tito's drink thing.
2: But it's not a not a water bottle. Right. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. I know I know it what you mean. Makes it easy. On the go.
1: Right. And put that on the Man, can you imagine what's gonna happen if we give away that that Tito's golf bag cooler? Oh I okay. mean, it's like a it's so cool. Yeah. Anarchy. It's like a mini golf bag. Tito's but it's a cooler.
2: That that gets me thinking, we got to come up with a good March Madness giveaway so I can win it. I can uh, go I, back to back.
1: For our listeners, Jason was an intern last year and he won the out of bounds March Madness bracket. I cannot figure out how he did it. He knows nothing about basketball. This goes to show you how <laughs> none of us know anything when we're watching, you know, sports. And and but it's fun to talk about it. And we pontificate and, right, create monologues around crazy stuff like tonight's game. How many different, you know, how many different lineups are you going to see from Chris Jance now that DJ Jeffries is out? I don't know. I mean, what's he? is he going to go super big? Is he going to get crazy and go Hub, Shaq, Cam Matthews, Murphy, Tolu, at least for a couple minutes? Or are we going to see more Hub, Shaq, Sean Jones, Cam, Tolu, With, you know, Fort and Bell um, coming off the bench. But,
0: um,
1: thinking through that, yeah, you could see all, yeah, you could see several different fives out there, lineups, throughout the evening. Georgia tonight at 8 o'clock. You think State wins, even without DJ Jeffries?
2: I think they do. I think Hub has a big game. I think Cam Matthews has a big game. I, he is the, I also, he's the dude. Yeah. He's the
1: guy. He's the guy. He, it, like Matthew Morrell's the guy. I know Flanagan had a great night for Ole Miss last night, but um, he is without a doubt. Cam Matthews has to have a good game. I don't mean he has to score 20 points, he's just got to be super involved, score some, rebound, facilitate the whole thing. Well, you can tell that there's
2: less pressure when he's doing
1: that, you know. Well, and it, it just totally opens it up for Hub and Tolu. Yeah, Cause and you, maybe one sometimes one other dude, but no. Ole Miss needed one more score last night, but Flanagan Flanagan got red hot from 15 to 17 feet. Morrell pumped in some. You needed just a little bit more from Murray. Yeah, it was Sharp's best game, no doubt, both on the offensive and defensive end of the floor. Um, he gave. He frustrated South Carolina for about a, you know, I mean, it was about, what, five or six, seven minutes there, Jason?
2: Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that guy, did you see him standing sharp, Jamarian Sharp, standing next to the coaches? I did. He looks like a... Well, it was funny when the assistant coach was talking to him. <laughs> yeah, he's talking to a light pole. Right. Just, yeah, I, just imagine if he puts his hand straight up. I mean, this guy is straight up and down all of 75. He can seven dunk five. without jumping.
1: Yeah. I would think.
2: That's absolutely insane. But I'm clocking in 5'8 max. You think he's ever flown commercial? Ooh, yes. I bet he has. I
1: heard rumor, I heard, you know, stories of Eric Dampier flying commercial and actually sitting in general admission or whatever. No way. Coach, sorry. I mean, and you know, dude's got millions of dollars. He probably doesn't like me saying that. He's MRA, assistant coach now. Yeah, Yeah. You know, his son starting as an eighth grader. Right. But... He's huge. But the night, the day after Mississippi State won the College World Series, um, I'm in the Omaha Airport, and Jeffrey Simmons threw. Did I tell you this story? Uh, you told me that you saw him, but okay. I don't remember. All well, I sat with him in game two.
2: Oh, wow. All right,
1: but then game three, they had to. it had to go to game three to, to beat Vanderbilt. And this is the out-of-bounds show, and we're driven by your next Ford F-150 truck at Mack Hike Ford I- I-55 North in Jackson. Um Jeffrey comes to the airport, people are going crazy, and then he sits in coach in a center seat. At that time, he made over $20 million. In a middle seat? In a middle seat in coach.
2: Oh, and how tall is he? Uh, 6'3". Three? Jeez. 300 pounds? Man, I used to hate being short. Now it's one of the best things to be. Man. I never have to deal with that. Do you, so sharp is what? 7'5
1: or 7'4? Seven seven. What does it matter? Yes. It, 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 once you get over 7 feet, seven one, seven two, 7'2, good grief. Yeah, it could be 13 feet. I, there's <laughs> no way, even though he's skinny, to get into a commercial airline seat. I mean, I know he doesn't have to do that. Ole Miss has a a plane that he can stretch out on, right? Oh, State, yeah. Ole yeah. Miss, all of them. But can you imagine trying to fly Southwest
2: Airlines? Ugh. What about just taking a shower? Well, that's a good point. <laughs> you know? In a hotel room, yeah, like ha- having to. Well, dunk? Okay,
1: Ole Miss stayed in a hotel the night before.
2: Yeah, in Columbia. I want to know: Does this guy? Does he get like two queen size beds, put them side by side, and Got to. and lay horizontally? Yeah, maybe.
1: Yeah,
0: he's
2: that's... seven foot five <laughs> or four or something. <laughs> that's, that
1: is absurd. And you know what? Credit to the Ole Miss staff; he's getting better. Yeah,
2: he's he really getting is. better.
1: His name is Jamarian Sharp, and he's from Kentucky, and they've got him listed at 7'5", 235 pounds. Looks like he weighs 170.
2: Yeah, I was about to say. I mean, he is straight up and down. Imagine, like, getting an Uber, you know? He's probably got to call the SUV every time. Beard saw
1: something last night, and he was right, that Sharp was going to be a problem, or maybe he's just... You know, made strides the last few weeks in practice.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He played 19 minutes, and that's what he Ole Miss could be a needs. critical. Comp- he could be a, a valuable piece of the puzzle on the way down the stretch, Jason.
2: Yeah, that that's what Ole Miss needs is for somebody on the bench. You know, whether it's Caldwell, whether it's Sharp, somebody to be a cornerstone whenever, you know, Murray's off.
1: Well, Caldwell or, looked like an NBA player against Mississippi State, and then zero He scored points. six points. I mean, he played. Six minutes and
2: scored no points last night. Yeah. I mean, you got to have a consistent bench guy. that yeah. has been a lot of talk about that for state. You know, Shane Power, former Mississippi State basketball player, said Sean Jones needed to be that guy, uh, or they thought he was
1: going to be. He's right. Now he's going to be in the starting lineup, I, I assume. Of course, I had a coach tell me to never assume. So I assume tonight?
2: Yeah, yeah. And, and that's what, I mean, we've got audio on it too, but... You know, just talking about how important it is to have the one difference maker coming into the game. So if Sharp can turn into that guy, more power to you, man.
1: Oh, dude, Sharp could be he could be a, a, a nice piece on the way down the stretch. But um Alan Flanagan was eleven of fifteen <laughs> from the field. <laughs> he's he's so good. Six rebounds, unreal, and then Morel pumped in uh 17, didn't get anything from uh um breakfield and what's that guy's name? Sissy. Oh, Cise. Cise. Ciss- Ciss- yeah. And Sue Cise. What a player, man, in ninety five, ninety six, ninety no, ninety ninety five through ninety eight, somewhere in there. Did I tell you about we went down to Southern Miss one night, watched Ole Miss and Southern Miss play. Southern Miss had nothing for him. Really? He scored at Will all night. Yeah. Wow.
2: I I don't he think he had it, the
1: same kind of flanagan. Well, different. But he would get it around the free throw line, pick up his dribble, do a little pivot, shoot, it's six
2: eight, nobody
1: could block it. And it goes in. Yep.
2: I don't think I've ever been to like a dominant like my mom said that she went to the game when Shaq played Ole Miss and Ole Miss couldn't get a shot off at all. Like he was sending everything into the stands. Like I don't think I've ever seen like a really dominant game in person. Really? You know, from from one player. Yeah. Can well, you-
1: speaking of that time, Mississippi State beat LSU and Shaquille O'Neal to win the SEC championship in 91. That's pretty insane. <laughs> all right. I've but you know, Chris Jackson saw him fill it up. Barkley. Um
2: oh. Oh, Barkley in college? Yeah. Wow.
1: Yeah, at Auburn. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Mashburn. Um, Scotty Thurman could fill it up. Uh, You had had Gerald Glass. He and... What was that? There was a game between Ed Murphy and Richard Williams. It was like 106 to 105, which was unheard of back then. And am I getting this right? Gerald, world-class glass. He had transferred from Delta State with Ed Murphy. And don't forget about Sean Murphy, who was a center, averaged about four points a game. He was Ed's son. Um, he was more Bellhaven than Ole Miss talent, but it kind of worked. Uh, he went on to med school, I'm pretty sure. Wow. He's a physician. Um, it was a like a crazy game that both teams scored over 100 points, I think. We'll have to go look that up. Maybe 1990, somewhere in there. Uh, maybe Tony Slick Watts was on the floor. Glass. I have to think of some other guys. But I may be getting that wrong. I think we were at a Jimmy Buffett concert in the Jackson Coliseum. And somebody was giving us updates because they were listening on the radio. How about that?
2: At a Jimmy Buffett?
1: In Jackson. Wow. How about, yeah. Parrot heads everywhere.
2: I, I wish people came... Back to like the Coliseum, like that. We do get some big, some big names in say the Brandon Amphitheater. Who, who was the big comedian that played last night? Oh, we had well Brian Reagan yeah. was uh, was here a couple weeks ago. Uh, ZZ Top is coming in March.
1: Are they really? They are. That's and where Salimara or, uh, or no
2: Brandon Amphitheater. They're going to the amphitheater. Yeah, and uh, and Theo Vaughn is actually I've told you about Theo Vaughn, the yeah. guy that did the game the game day picks. He's just really funny. Um, he is going to Thaliamara in March. I'm pretty sure it's already sold out. Whoa! But I got tickets the day that the morning they came out. Went ahead and secured the tickets.
1: Yeah, I'm thinking of the Ole Miss LSU. I guess. Let me see. I've got multiple texts coming in here. Um, 104, 102 MSU wins in four overtimes. All right, jeez. <laughs> how about that? Back then, you don't understand how much scoring that was. Okay, and then somebody else said, Bo, you may be thinking of the Ole Miss LSU game, 113-112. Chris Jackson had 55. Gerald Glass had 53. Okay, so there were some epic games back then that went over 100 points, Jason. We thought State and Ole Miss scored a lot of points last Tuesday in that 86-82 victory for Ole Miss. How about those two going over a Hyundai back back then when people didn't believe in playing offense? Yeah. Now the game is just like football. It's totally predicated to To give the offense an advantage, that's why you know, Jans and this team has to find some kind of offensive mojo. I know there's no other school in the history of NCAA athletics that loves some defense like MSU, but my goodness, it's okay to score. Yeah, and, uh yeah. something you know. Let's drop Shane Power talking about scoring and how to stress the defense and what um, what Mississippi State needs to do. Boy, he played on a hell of a team in 2004. They won the SEC championship. They were undefeated on the road, Jason. How, Can you imagine State road? or Ole Miss being undefeated on the road in basketball?
2: Well, any team with the way that Dave Bartu talks about how bad SEC teams are on the road this year. Mm-hmm. We're seeing a little bit of a, a tick the other
1: way the last week, but you are right. Yeah. It's, it's overwhelming. This is Shane Power, former Hell State hoopster talking about uh, Mississippi State and how to stress the defense and maybe open it up for some of their players.
0: When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes, like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Detective, when you're on offense, Bo, as you know, you got to get the defense moving, right? Because when they're moving, then they have to recover, uh, which is the hardest thing to do if you're in help side, recovering to a guy that they swing the ball to. And you get a hard contest, and then if he doesn't shoot and tries to drive, you gotta stay in front of him. So that's the hardest thing to do in basketball. The problem with our team right now is many times you'll see, you know, you'll see Josh come down, come off that high ball screen, throw to the wing, and we and we'll throw it into to Tolu or Jimmy Bell right there. The defense is set, the defense can go double immediately and cause havoc. There's no one to throw it to. And if you're not a great one on one player, And really, at college, there's very, very, very few great one-on-one players. So, again, ball movement, player movement, getting a piece of the paint, drawing a kick, and when you do that, you make the defense move, help, and recover, and then that's when you get the breakdown.
1: So that was Shane Power uh, talking about how to, you know, basically stress the defense. Get the ball moving, get people moving on defense eventually have a breakdown right get a little ISO and then make some magic happen and I think he's right um so we're gonna it'll be interesting to see what we get tonight Mississippi State hosting Georgia at the hump eight o'clock tip at uh at the hump must win right
2: oh yeah every home game is a must win would you say I don't know if they have to win them all it's close
1: um they do have to steal a road game or two. And if I had to guess, they're going to have to do some work in Nashville just like Ole Miss um, to make it. But, yeah, DJ Jeffrey's out. What's it going to look like? Uh, how many different lineups will you see? And what will the rotation look like? And who can step up? And will Murphy be a piece of the puzzle? And can Sean Jones bring something to the offensive end? We'll see. Live in the Bank Plus Studio, the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Lunch today is brought to you by Fleetway Market and the Market Cafe. Don't forget about the ribs at Fleetway Market and the Market Cafe. They've got the blue plates. They also have the grab-and-go sections if you are in a hurry, which I'm usually not in a hurry, but because I don't have any patience, the grab-and-go is perfect for me. Oh, yeah. And so Fleetway Market. The market cafe in Glugstadt has amazing, amazing food. Now I got to switch gears and talk a little food. Um the Ag Up equipment text line is 601-885-3776. Jason, the one thing about uh Blake that kind of threw me off was that he didn't like guacamole. And what? Guacamole no, he didn't. I couldn't believe it. How? And I love I love avocados and I love guacamole. Especially for I didn't I can't believe you were the guac guy, Babalu, but I can't get into that right now. (laughs) But here's the deal on Super Bowl Sunday: Um, guacamole is a fan favorite, and according to various sources, around eight million pounds of guacamole, or the equivalent of, um, are eaten on Super Bowl Sunday. 8 a, million pounds. A figure of approximately 140 million pounds of avocado is reportedly purchased in the United States on game day to
2: prepare the guacamole in homes around the country. That sounds ridiculous, but I actually believe that. Like, because when I worked at Babalu, the amount of avocados that we went through there, right? And you're talking about the whole country. Just people, you know, having parties, celebrations, restaurants, that sort of thing. We used to go through six boxes in a lunch shift. Really? Yes. I mean, that's like 120. That place should have made orders it. of guacamole. <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> Let's go with some NFL beers. Um Ooh, okay. I want to go with Urban South and their Houdat beer. That's delicious. I want to go with uh, Key City Mississippi Queen. And Stella Artois. Um, Also, wings. How about this? Another popular food is chicken wings. I'm having wings on Sunday. Can I tell you my three favorite? Uh, By all means. Homemade nachos. Okay. Number one. Wings, number two. Wendy's Rotel, number three.
2: Wow, so homemade nachos is number one. Yeah. Because I know you said that Wendy's Rotel is your favorite dip. It is.
1: That and that black bean corn salsa. Oh, yeah. I love that. But um, we can't, it's only two of us. I mean, my kids are gone, you know, all that. She was laughing. She went, are we going to have a bunch of people over Sunday? I was like, yeah, how about like 35? Yeah, perfect. I said, wouldn't you love it is right after the game. I immediately head back to the back to shower and go to bed. and There's still 15 people here. No doubt. She She's like, that would not
2: work. Talk. Everybody's just talking, hanging out. Come on, stay up. Come Come back out here. Have another beer.
1: I got some beer uh, numbers too for you on the other side. Oh, Super right.
2: Bowl beer numbers.
1: Wings. 162 million pounds of chicken on Sunday.
2: Jeez. How much is that? Is then uh, Buffalo chicken dip?
1: According to some estimates, oh gosh, don't get me started. According <laughs> to some estimates, $1.25 billion worth of chicken wings are consumed on Super Bowl Sunday. billion worth of chicken wings. I think Sanderson Farms is in the right business. Hour number two coming up. Bianco at 930.